Hi, you're listening to Willa, also known as What I'm Looking At. It's a podcast about what I'm looking at, and it's only available on Spotify. If you want to hear the original run of 179 episodes of the past, you can access those by becoming a subscriber on Spotify for $3.99 a month. That contribution really helps me do this podcast, and it helps me continue with my art and running my center, Steady Waves. If you like my podcast, please consider subscribing. I super appreciate it. This podcast is part of the independent art label, Down and Smiley. Go to downandsmiley.art for all kinds of curated art and all the ways to listen to this show. Enjoy the episode. you're listening to, but stop immediately, please, for goodness sake. This should be the only Willa podcast that you have in your little podcast list. And that's that. I'm sorry, I have to put my foot down sometimes, or else I'm just some walk-all-over-me podcast host. Okay, so here I am, standing my ground and telling you what I'm looking at, eventually. If you're new here, hello, this is a podcast about what I'm looking at. I like to repeat myself. I like to talk in a way that's confusing. I like to talk in a way that's very boring. And I love to put you to sleep. I love to take you around the twists and turns of my mind and my mind's eye, and my actual eye, going in and out of alleyways, exploring wherever we go. Even I don't know where we're going, so gosh, how could you? You have no idea where we're going. So just relax, take it one moment by one moment, and pretty soon it will be over, so... There's comfort in that. There's comfort in the fact that everything ends and nothing is permanent. Nothing at all. And if you're not new here, you know the drill. But even you don't know where we're going either. You just know kind of like the method of travel. But you don't know where we're going to go today. And if you do, I would love to talk to you because I want to know, well, I kind of want to know what's going to happen in my life next, but I guess that's not as fun as just seeing how it unfolds and then being surprised. Speaking of surprises though, (laughs) I, the other day, fell through a, a manhole 
sewer, into a sewer. Yes, you heard that correctly, and it's not the kind of content I usually share on this podcast because it is thrilling and exciting, Uh, but I just had to share with you because it's really funny to me now. At the time, I was carrying two bags and my dog in my arms, and I fell, I stepped on the manhole on, by the way, manhole, we might want to change that name, but it seems like it's stuck. I stepped on it on a, on a corner, and you know, the funny thing is, it's supposed to be secure, it's supposed to be a thing that you can actually walk on, and it will hold your weight. Uh, but not this one. This one swiveled on its edge and just dropped me straight in there like a trap door. I felt kind of like a ninja turtle or Mario when he goes into those tubes. But uh, anyway, I caught myself. I threw my bags. I threw the chihuahua. She landed on her feet, thank goodness, but I just thought in that split second, it's better for me to throw her onto the ground than throw her inside of the sewer. And so that's what I did, and she was fine. Uh, But she started, you know, walking around, and I somehow caught myself with my arm on the side of the sewer and then managed to get out of the sewer I didn't actually make contact with any liquid or water. Um, Water is a liquid, but I meant sewage or water, which is grand. I don't really know how I, I did that, but it was just me in the hole being propped up by my elbow and then, and uh, the sewer, sewage underneath. All is well though. I didn't get too injured, I just scraped up my thigh and my hand as well, but it could be a lot worse. I could have hit my head, I could have hit my face, I could have broken a leg, Freya could have gotten run over by a car, Um, I could have broken my laptop throwing my bag on the ground, I could have come into contact with some raw sewage, but everything worked out, and I, I I was initially kind of shocked, but then when the shock wore off, I thought it was funny. So there we go. I can cross that off my list of things. By the time you're listening to this, I will have been to Germany to work on Loma mixing and also been to on a trip with my mom and my mom will be here in England when you listen to this so I'm sure I'm having just a great time with her and we're exploring the English countryside in the summertime so that will be a good treat but I'm very busy preparing for that departure I have things to pack I've got music to finish up, I've got, um, let's see, what else do I have? I just got to work my jobs, I've got to do some extra podcasts to have them loaded up in time. I was going to paint my floors, you know, 
again before I go, but it's looking like I'm not gonna prioritize that. Actually, I'm just gonna leave the floors for now, and maybe that's a good project for mid to late June. Who knows, maybe even early July. We'll see how it goes. I've been trying this morning to record on my 4-track, but maybe I talked to you about it last week, I mean two weeks ago, about my 4-track. Um, it's not really functioning properly, and I haven't been able to record any audio, and uh, I was even on the phone with Theo today, the producer, my producer friend, and he said everything looked right and I was doing everything correctly because sometimes I doubt myself, you know, sometimes I think, what am I missing? What am I doing wrong? But he told me that I had everything plugged in the right way, even though I've done it a billion times. I thought maybe I'm just having a moment, but I think something's actually wrong with the tape machine. It's an old machine. I can hardly blame it for you know, malfunctioning in some way, but I think it might be some kind of uh, recording amp thing, or maybe I need to clean the heads on the, whatchamacallit, you know? Do I have any very technically savvy people listening right now who can give me advice on what to do if I am recording onto a track and it's just not not taking any of the sound to the tape. It's just not transferring the sound to the tape. Actually, when I max out the gain and it's like clipping and horrible, I can hear it like the tiniest amount. It's like a ghost whisper of, of a recording. So it's getting there kind of Maybe the, um, the magnetic force or the magnetic pull isn't, isn't strong enough and something needs to be remagnetized. As you can tell, I have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. I think the theme of this podcast episode should be mystery and not knowing what's going on. And we should sit within the discomfort of that. Are you ready for that? If you're not, then this podcast is probably not for you, or maybe not this episode. I don't know. You're, you can make your decisions however you want to, unless you happen to be an animal that's listening right now, unfortunately. Probably you can't control the controls of the podcast listening device or playing device. But if you have a paw or a beak or even just a little head, you could probably, if there's like a volume knob somewhere, make your way over to that and just turn the volume down all the way. I'm sure you can find a way. I really think that animals are underestimated in their powers and I think that we should give them a lot more credit than we give them you know I think just because they're cute we think they're kind of silly sometimes and let me tell you what Freya the chihuahua you look at her and you think okay this is harsh but you might think 
is there even room for a brain in there? But she hides her treats and she knows where all of them are. She can go bring them out of a deep, dark uh, corner of the house that I didn't even know existed. And the treat has been there for two months and she's just now gotten up the the will to go get it out but she knew where it was the entire time so i mean that's just one example of what she can accomplish she also knows how to sit and she knows how to wait so and she knows the word treat she's very reward influenced but uh she's she's a clever little girl she, and she's only one year old i mean come on that is seriously impressive. So, once again, dear listeners, it's sunny outside. I cannot believe my luck. It is sunny. You know what? It's a little tad bit cold for my liking, but I think even I might just go. I only have about an hour until my next call, but work call, but I think I might go lounge on the beach for for a couple of minutes on the way home because that is just absolutely where it is the beach is where it is and i know there's forest people and there's mountain people and there's lake people and there's snow people i'm kind of a cross between a beach person and a forest person if i if i had to choose one it would depend on the beach but I would choose the beach. It's just kind of my absolute favorite place on earth. And it's somewhere that I am continually drawn to. And I will go a little nutty if I'm at a place where water is not readily available in a big body, like a lake or the sea. But the ocean is definitely my preferred environment to be next to and in the forest is is also so amazing and again it depends on the forest but i would say it's easier to have a bad beach than a bad forest there's this place called lost pines in bastrop and that is a spooky forest because all of the pines got burnt down in a gigantic fire and Oh, it's just, it's such a good feeling being in there. It's like kind of a good and creepy feeling at the same time. But I tend to like some creepy stuff. So that's probably why I appreciate Lost Pines too. Also a good forest is like a mangrove forest. A mangrove forest is so cozy. Except for you have to watch out for gators. But if you're willing to put up with that, I mean, it's a very, very cozy environment. And it's actually reminding me of what I'm about to look at today. Because I was just thinking of being in the mangroves and being in a canoe. I am kind of obsessed with boats and being in a boat. I'm going to be looking at a watercraft today. Well, a picture of a watercraft on a website page, but... If I, if I did have one... I would be looking at it in person. I'm going to be looking at it because lately I've just been fantasizing about getting one of these watercrafts. 
so we'll get into that soon but first i can't believe i remembered to say this but i've realized i haven't gotten a new review in a while a review on whatever like apple podcast or i don't think you can actually leave a review on spotify but maybe you can interact with it in some way you can definitely become a subscriber for $3.99 a month if you'd like to really put a big smile on my face. That would be great. There's a link in the show notes. But I was thinking, because I have these bookmarks that I made a few years ago, and they're very cool. They're made on recycled paper, and I think that you would like it. I just posted a picture of them on the what I'm looking at subreddit and I said who wants one of these and if you want one of those please leave me a review and then send me an email so that I know you did it and I will send you a a bookmark and maybe a little note sometimes I just can't help myself I have to write a little note in fact 99.9% of the time I'm leaving a little note. So if you want to do that, that would really be great. And I'll give all these bookmarks away for a review or for a subscription. Please email me at cross at steadywavecenter.com because I think I'm not going to use my podcast email anymore. Or you can message me on Instagram at crossrecord or steadywavecenter whatever you want to do but that way uh, that way I can get your uh, shipping address and know to send you one shall we get into what I'm looking at today the object of my desire let's see if I can pull up a picture of this kayak okay I know here's the thing I'm a little bit embarrassed because a couple weeks ago, I did a, a an episode, and it was about flights, and I was using kayak.com, well, actually, kayak.co.uk, and now here I am again talking about kayaks, but I'm talking about the actual kayak now, the actual boat that goes in the water, and so I think that's okay, so if you're giggling like, oh my gosh, all this girl talks about is kayaks. First of all, you're a little bit right at the moment because I'm very fixated on these kayaks. But second of all, I care about a lot of other things other than kayaks, I assure you. But these kayaks are... I saw one on the beach the other day and I thought, I must have this. And there are several different types of these boats this one I'm going to be looking at is like top of the range, very expensive one that I will not be buying. I'm going to try and source one. I'm going to be patient. I'm going to try and source one locally for a great price. And I'm probably going to have to sell my paddleboard in order to afford this kayak. But I don't know how to express to you the feeling of peace and joy and satisfaction that I get from going out on a boat and just being out in the middle of the, the ocean. It's just, 
I don't have any words. You know how when people die and come back to life and they try to describe their near-death experience and they just can't use language to, to tell you what it was like and how they felt? That's kind of how I feel about my incessant draw to be on a boat and be in the water and be at the beach. So I was thinking, you know, I really love my paddleboard, but it is inflatable so that it fits in my car, but I really, I really wish that I didn't have to, it's sort of like a barrier to get it in the water. I wish I could just pull it out of my car and then have it be on the water. I don't want to mess around with the pump and not getting sand in the pump and pumping it up and it's a lot of work to actually get it blown up so that it can go out on the water. Not only that, but when I release the air from it, and I'm kind of deflating it on the beach, it always scares the crap out of at least seven people on the beach because it's very loud when all the air releases because it's it's all pent up in there and then I release it and it's but really loud. It alarms people and frankly, I'm not in the business of scaring people. I know that I have a coffin inside of this peaceful center that I have and you might think this person is in the business of scaring people but I'm really not. I really don't like to alarm people. I really don't like to frighten people. So my point is I'd rather have this kayak that's very small that I can just have in my car or maybe I'll get a roof rack and then I just take it off and put it straight in the water. No blowing up needed. No worrying about scaring people on the beach. It's just there and I get inside and I zoom away and I explore all the little tiny secret beaches around. So this kayak that I found, I, I as I mentioned, I saw someone else having it on the beach but I'm not going to get this exact kayak because it's new and it's also very expensive. But like I said, I'm going to be patient and I'm going to see what other brands I can search out. Maybe there's like a knockoff one. So yeah, here I go. I'm looking at a 2023 Piranha Jed Freestyle Whitewater Kayak. And the style or the colorway is called Smoking Gecko. All right, that is, and I know just from looking around that the other colorway is called Fire Ant. And I think that's really fun. I like both of the names. Smoking Gecko. I imagine that it's smoking because the, the water, there's like a mist rising from the water and it's smoking. I'm choosing not to see a gecko as smoking a cigarette or a doobie. Lizards, I'm sorry, lizards should not be smoking. It's just not natural. So this boat, I'm gonna, so I have a picture on my phone. I'm gonna just enlarge it. Oh, it's so cool. I, I'm such a nerd for this kind of thing. This is just, I might as well be in some forums about kayaks and little boats and stuff. 
maybe that's a good idea. Maybe I will join some after this. So this boat is small. It is, let me see if I can get the measurements on this website. Let's see, it is a size guide. Uh, a size guide. So the length is five foot nine, which is very, very small for a boat. The width is 25 inches. The external cockpit length is 34 inches, and the external cockpit width is 18.7 inches. The volume is 47 gallons, and then the weight is 29 pounds, and the optimum paddler weight is 88-154 pounds. That is for the small version. They also have a medium and a large version of this boat. But yeah, at 29 pounds, it com coming in at under 30 pounds for a boat, that is just so cool and so good. I'll just quickly read you the description of the boat. It reads, The Jed isn't like the others. It's longer than its competitors, which allows for a more fluid distribution of volume and comparatively slicey ends for easier trick initiation. Extra length also makes the jet faster on a wave and smoother on end in a hole. No idea what that means. A unique V-chine in the hull at the stern frees up the back end for spins and edge transitions while surfing and also adds the dynamic speed on a wave. Smooth transition of volume to the core of the boat produces some incredible pop in a hole, and deceptively smooth lines overall give an obscenely fast and aggressive ride on any wave. Over the past few years, Piranha has seen some amazing displays of freestyle talent from pad paddlers using the jet, ranging from competition wins to new and exciting combo moves, but what we're most proud of is the doors that the Jed has opened to everyone in freestyle. From the pro looking to push the boundaries of the sport to the beginner looking to hit their first vertical ends. The Jed is our best and most proven freestyle design and it's not done yet. Simple, solid, and highly ergonomic padded seat with trim adjustment and height adjustment shim. Deep fill oversized hip pads that mold to your shape with foam adjustments shims for a snug fit. Thigh grips, padded contoured thigh grips with four apt adjustment and an optional hooker upgrade. Padded back, back band with height adjustment and ratchet, ratchet adjustment support. So as you probably know, I'm not going to be using this for some insane tricks and flips and surfing. I simply want to go out and enjoy myself on the high seas. Um, that being said, it gives me comfort knowing that it can be used for all of these different applications and tricks and things. If it can be used for that, then it's probably going to be pretty good for me, a paddler out and about. And uh, I'm really excited for the day I get to have something like this. All right, let's get into it visually. The color of the boat is, you know, the smoking gecko. It is green overall. 
it's a kind of green that's almost neon it's like a yellowy green very bright sports sportsy neon green with smoky accents so now i'm a little bit thinking that the smoke is about the visual impact of the boat being smoky the smoke is like grayish black and it's got variation it does look like smoke it's like darker in some places and then lighter in other places um, it's got a side view and a top view so I'll tell you about the side view first have you ever seen one of those clogs wooden clogs I think they're from Sweden it looks a little bit like that from the side it looks like a little shoe that is turned up at the end into a point or maybe like a little chili pepper it's very cute very streamlined it looks just like a wisp on the water I'd imagine except for the fact that it's very green and very visible which is also a plus if you have if you're going out on the water alone unattended not with friends or family you need a very bright vessel to be visible in case you have to get rescued on the side of the boat just under the place that you sit is their logo again it's called piranha and it's a it's a really unique font actually it reminds me of the 70s a little bit it kind of reminds me of a font that would uh, be on like a record store or something like that it's curved it's circular it's uh it's sans serif and it definitely looks like it was designed for piranha and it says since 1971 so maybe the logo hasn't actually changed since the 70s which would make sense it's black with a white border and a, a black outline on the white border and the since 1971 is in an uppercase font, uh, kind of a italicized font, all caps, and sans serif, and different than the Piranha font for sure. It's a more uh, aggressive looking font. The font of the Piranha looks playful and yeah, just recognizable and memorable I would say I like it I really like the font of the piranha it's interesting because the P of the piranha and the Y look to be capitalized but then everything else looks definitely lowercase the P and the Y are on a different line than the Rana P Rana but in that space that it's creating is where the since 1971 is so yeah, it's definitely a considered design. And then on the tail end of the boat, right towards the end, there are a couple of, I suppose, emblems. Now, this picture is not great, actually. It's, it's not high quality at all. So all I can see is that the first emblem is a green rectangle and it has right, white writing in it, but I cannot, for the life of me, make out any sort of words or anything like that we then have another rectangular emblem that is a third of it is cut into i think it's a british flag a uk flag perhaps mixed with a u.s flag i think it looks like an england flag 
flanked by American flags. That's probably not. I'm probably imagining that. But again, it's very blurry. And then the other two-thirds are made up of a black background, and it says MZ3, black background, white, italicized uh, letters. And the M actually looks like an upside down w don't know don't know why that looks like that to me but it does on the back of the boat there is a, a handle and the handle is like a made of a yellow a yellow metal and i can kind of see the seat peeking out beyond the side and i can a little bit see the piranha not the text logo but the icon like the logo image logo on the side of the front of the boat and i only know that it's that because i have like i said the top view of the kayak as well here and that's what i'm going to tell you about now and i'll start with the back of the boat the back of the boat has quite a big chunk of it that's the smoke so it's about half and half a little more than half of the smoke color and then the, the gecko green on the other half we see the yellow handle and there's like a fixture that is fixing the handle down which is it looks like black metal and there's some screws and then jed is on the back as well this is the first time we're seeing the name of the boat it's called the jed model the Jed model is interesting. The Jed logo is interesting. It looks definitely more modern. It actually looks a little bit 90s. It's all caps, sans serif, and it's a little bit stretched out. And on the right side, there's like an eye that's looking out from behind the Jed. It's like a cartoonish one eye, and it looks a little bit sinister, like it means business out on the water. Like, don't mess with Jed. And that's all in black. And then the background is like a splatter effect of white. So that's making the black of the text and that eye like really pop out. And then we have the hole where you actually get in the boat and the seat as well. So the hole is an oblong shape. Um, wider at the back than at the front because the back is broader than your legs and the actual seat looks like it's made from a soft padded black material and it's got blue piping around the edge of the back of the the backrest and also the, the seat it's the type of blue that's like a little bit darker than a baby blue definitely not like a royal blue or a navy blue or anything it's like a bright bright blue there's also a track that i can see in the hole i guess that's for adjusting where the seat is that would make sense but nothing else in the hole i know that these kayaks can come with something that's called a spray shield or something like that it's it's to use it's like a wetsuit like neoprene material i think and you slip into it it's like a big sock it reminds me of uh you know on shift gears on a car it's like that 
if you imagine a gear stick and then it's like put into that thing where it's a fabric thing around it I don't know maybe you don't have any idea what I'm talking about but imagine that you're the gear stick and then the spray guard is the thing around the gear shift I thought that would be more helpful before I said it out loud there are a couple of I think screws for for some reason I mean they must mean something but I don't know why I think they're there because there's some handles internally that I'm having trouble seeing but some handles perhaps and some different parts that are screwed in on the inside and then there's an, another handle just outside of the hole the cockpit and it's the same blue as the piping of the seat actually so it ties in nicely and it's a smaller handle and it's going the other way than the other handle the other handle is vertical from my view and this handle is horizontal and again it's smaller than the yellow one at the back of the boat and then we've got the smoke drifting nicely across and the piranha logo is on the smoke part of the boat it looks like a sticker that's on it and it's an image of like a cartoon image of a piranha and I can tell not only because the brand is called piranha but it has very big and sharp teeth and it's kind of a silly looking fish it doesn't really look like it would harm you um, perhaps the jed the eye of the jed that eye is meant to be the piranha eye but I don't think it is actually it looks more like an alligator eye anyway this fish there's not that much detail he's opening his mouth he's eyeing something up I'm I'm supposing he wants to eat something or bite something and he's just swimming on top of the smoke and he looks white and black and a little bit gray in some shaded areas and he's probably about four inches or three inches in length and a couple inches in height it's just a subtle piranha detail and that's it that's the 2023 piranha jet freestyle whitewater kayak and smoking gecko and the cost is on this website brand new is a thousand and thirty nine pounds so it is quite the hefty price tag for a little boat but I guess it is like a specialized item I want to thank you very 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 much for tuning in today to what I'm looking at I'll be back in a couple of weeks I'm gonna go out and enjoy the sunshine while it lasts and I'll talk to you soon